Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. All right. It's still early in the morning. I just want to say that we're recording this again in the morning. So my Macy Gray voice is coming through. My It sounds like I've smoked, which I don't. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a pack of cigarettes. But anyway, Amy's got me up early recording today. And well, let's wait. Back okay. up. It's Back not that up early. Because we were discussing our recording <laughs> schedule and all the things that we need to do. And I was informed that you were waking up at 6 a.m. so that you would be ready by nine. <laughs> three yeah, hours later. Three hours later. I need, yeah, I need three hours to get going. And I don't even drive anywhere. Can you guys imagine if I had to like drive to an office? Oh, let's just let's just let that thought leave us. This is why I just work from home. From home, right? Exactly. So yes, we are recording in the morning because we we got shit to do. We got well, shit to do. Amy's got a game to watch today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, I do. For those of you who don't know me, I love soccer. It is currently the middle of the World Cup. 2022 and this I grew up in Brazil we watch soccer so today there's a USA game and I will be watching it and that is during the normal time that we record so Mm. I was like "Mm, I kind of need to record earlier and this is exactly why this kind of business works for us is because we record when we want to that's right. We just make plans and then Crystal screws them up and sets the why did I and then I set the alarm but for six but it was six p.m. so ADHD. (laughs) It didn't go off. So we're running a little behind. Fine. (laughs) So today, I guess we're going to talk about comfort zones and the BS. And there's actually two sides to this, which I think is going to be an interesting conversation because there's kind of two takes on it, right? There's like, you're staying in your comfort zone and you're not growing and that's terrible. And And then I have this kind of idea that it's okay to have some comfort zones. Like, isn't that the point of life to get to a point where you're just happy and, and not striving constantly and not trying to chase a carrot, but instead you're like, this is what I want. And I've arrived and I'm here and I'm happy. So what's the middle ground. I think that's, it's going to be fun to like talk about this today. I agree. I think in our episode where the BS about trees, where we talked about you know, the pressure of striving for more, we talked a little bit about how sometimes we create within ourselves, this idea that we have to have more. And that if we're, if it's not hard enough, if we're not, if it's, if we're not working hard enough, then we should create some (laughs) difficulty because let's create drama and chaos. Yeah. So I feel like this kind of falls along those same lines, sort of similar in that People tell us all the time, everything you desire is on the other side of your comfort zone. Well, what if I've already achieved everything I desire? What if, and and what if that's okay? Do I have to, for eternity, keep desiring more? Or can I go, okay, this is where I'm happy. This is my happy place. Mm -hmm. And then I think the opposite is true too. And maybe it's not the middle ground, but maybe it's where you are in life is have you achieved it or have you not achieved it? Mm-hmm. You know, and what does that comfort zone look like? I think, I think it's more that than it is the middle ground. Like you're either fully pushing the barriers or you're fully like, yep, this, this feels good. I like it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, so for example, one of my big goals 
has always been to speak on bigger stages. I've spoken at some, well, I spoke at my own event, which was a three-day event in Vegas. And I would say that was pretty big, but I wanted to be invited on other stages. So that was a goal, right? I really wanted to, but was it scary as hell? Yeah, like absolutely. And so this year was the big year that I spoke at Social Media Week Lima, and that was an honor and had a blast. But I got to tell you the week before I thought, what the hell did I do? Why did I apply? Oh my God, they picked me. Like it was, I started unraveling because it was a comfort zone issue. It was like, well, I could just not do it. And like, things are still going to be fine and whatever, but I did push through it and it was an amazing experience. And I was the only speaker that didn't use slides. And so that was also like, that was really scary the night before, whenever I went around the room meeting all the speakers and they're all talking about their slide presentations. And I was like, I don't have one because I don't operate that way. (laughs) But then I was like, oh, comfort zone. I need slides. Maybe I should spend all night putting together slides because everybody else is doing it. But I just did it my own way. And it was really a good experience. Now that I've done it, I don't feel the need to keep pushing that and applying or to do it. So I think my, you know, I accomplished a goal and I created kind of a new comfort zone, but now I don't feel the need to just keep running after that or striving for it, which feels good. It's almost like some pressure taken off and I can focus on something else, a different maybe desire or goal or something. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, true too, is whenever we accomplish a goal, then sometimes the mark changes or we go in a different direction and that's okay too. And then that thing sort of becomes comfortable. And so now we want to go find the next thing. And I think that's sort of part of the growth journey that we go on as just humans in the world, whether you're working at a job or whether you have a business or whether this is just your hobby or whatever it is. I think that we all have these sort of goals that we strive for. And sometimes we do have to push our comfort zone or push outside of our comfort zone, because if you hadn't shown up, you wouldn't have accomplished that. You wouldn't have gotten to speak on that stage. You wouldn't have made all of the connections that you made. And to be honest, it was on the drive home from you (laughs) being at that, where you were telling me all of that, that this podcast originated because you and I were having a conversation. You were driving back. I was on the phone with you. And that's where the idea for this podcast came from. So we could even say that you pushing the barriers of your comfort zone created this because it was so much of a good experience for you. And you were sharing it with me on the phone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that there are times when it's okay to say, I don't want that. I don't want Mm -hmm. to be on the greater stage. I don't want to be doing these things. And so I think it's the first question, whether we're going to push our comfort zone or not, is do I really want it? Is it Mm -hmm. something that I really want? Now, I do think that there's a danger here in that our brains will automatically push us into comfort. So we might try to talk ourselves into, I don't really want it. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't have to have this. Maybe it's not something that I want instead of doing it scared. If you follow along on TikTok with Elise Meyer, she always says that she just does it scared. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the true definition of pushing beyond your comfort zone to be able to have the things you want in life and do things and experience life Mm -hmm. as a whole. But I think there's a lot of times where we talk ourselves out of it because we want to live in that place of comfort because we're so scared of what this might look like. So we're, we, well, maybe I don't really need it. So I think being really honest with yourself is kind of like point number one is, do you really want it? And would this bring you joy? And are you just trying to talk yourself out of it? Because, you know, staying home in your comfy pajamas is better than having to like put on clothes and go be on a stage where people are looking at you. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I call it the sacral. Yes. Or there's, there's this gut instinct, right. That we all have. And if you're in tune with your body, or if you really are, you know, you know, yourself, I know that everybody knows when it's a yes, like whenever that's what I really want. And then your brain starts like the, the circle of, well, you don't really need it or that's silly or whatever, but whatever that intuitive hit of yes or no, that's what you need to follow. And sometimes it's a no, maybe you, you know, I've had things that people think I should do or whatever. And it's just like, no, it doesn't feel good. doesn't feel right. It's not for me. And I'm not going to do it. Even if the rest of everybody and every entrepreneur is doing it, like it's just not my jam. So having the courage to listen in and, and know that, and then, you know, kind of on the other side of comfort zones, I think a lot of us that come from chaotic situations, childhood or previous marriages or relationships, there is comfort in those situations of predictability of if you live in, in chaos, you learn to thrive in it. And I know for me, leaving a chaotic marriage that was always, you know, the, the extreme ups and downs and stuff like that, you almost try to create that drama back in your life because that's what you know. It's a different type of comfort. And, and so whenever you don't have that, like someone on you, like, watching every move or just making you feel insecure all the time and kind of this just high pressure. I always described it as living in a pressure cooker. I've noticed that it's taken four years to undo that, like the, the calmness of my relationship now and just the kind of nonchalant, like, I don't know. It's just different. It's so different that I noticed that I would try to create shit. That was yeah. like a nothing. It was really nothing, but I felt the need to have something so that I could control it almost because this freedom and airy, everything's okay. And no expectations of each other was weird. Well, and when you learn to thrive inside of chaos and conflict, when there's no chaos and conflict, it's almost like you have to relearn how to thrive because the mm -hmm. way, the way that we accomplish things is typically the way that we accomplish things. So if you look back, yeah. if you're the kind of person who's like, well, I did it this way last time, I can do it this way again and achieve the same result. But if we've changed the players, right? We've changed the situation, mm -hmm. we've changed the environment and there's no longer chaos or conflict or issues, we don't have a repeatable process. So we have to invent <laughs> it again. We have to come up with a new way to accomplish something, which is the problem. It is the comfort zone issue is that mm -hmm. that chaos, even though it was unhealthy and even though it was toxic, it was our comfort. And so if you were raised in chaos as a child, or if you've been mm -hmm. in that kind of a situation in relationships, it's kind of your go-to because it's the, it's the way that you've learned to function. And so we have to learn a new way to function. And the new way to function is so uncomfortable that we will push back and create chaos. Yes. We'll push back on the person or on our spouse or on whoever is not creating chaos, whoever's being right. a very healthy human being yeah. in our lives. We'll push back on them to try to recreate some chaos. So we almost so that we know how to function so that we mm -hmm. know how to create whatever it is we're trying to create. And, or that pressure. It's almost yeah. like a pressure on us to do more. I mean, I went to grad school with, you know, kids. I had a baby on my back in an ergo whenever I defended my thesis. Like that's how I functioned and I accomplished all these great things. So it was weird 
it's been weird to kind of surrender obviously after the divorce from there was still chaos like if anybody's gone through a divorce they know that (laughs) it doesn't just end when you're escaping all that it continues and so I got to a point though where I was just you know surrender surrender just let it be and stop fighting it stop being in chaos all the time like it was literally killing me I was diagnosed with bladder cancer and I really think it was just that fighter living in fight or flight for so long set my body in on fire and it was like well I have to make a decision and so for the past two years I just don't fight. I don't live in chaos. I refuse to live and create chaos. And it is really different because I think that pressure for so many years is why I accomplished stuff like at lightning speed, because I felt like I had no other choice. Right. And I also threw everything I had into whatever the project was or, or whatnot, because like I had to, and it was the world's on fire around me. And it also, I think for me, made me not look at myself, not deal with the eternal hurt and the, you know, all these things. It was just go, 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 go. And I think that that's a toxic mentality to work yourself and just avoid everything. And, and that's what I did. And I think the past two years have been interesting because, you know, I built my business the same way. And then I've been forced to sit back and really think about what I want instead of just go, go, go. And, um, so it's interesting to see how even an unhealthy situation that you know is unhealthy, you can end up recreating because it's your comfort. Yeah. And I think also recognizing that that is comfort. And I also think that when you get to the place to where, okay, we have a new normal in our lives and we have a new comfort, it takes some time to sort of get comfortable in there. And then when you do get comfortable, if it is a quiet space, if it is different, extremely different than what you've dealt with, you find yourself thinking through who am I and what do I want and how do we accomplish whatever comes next and what do I even want to accomplish next? And then that becomes uncomfortable because now we're having to look at ourselves internally. So then we start going all over the place instead of like a ping pong ball. Yeah. Instead of actually turning inside, we start turning outward to find where can we go to escape Mm -hmm. ourselves instead of dealing with ourselves, instead of dealing with the situation. Now, if you're just talking about yourself, you know, you might be able to circle around and go in circles, but sometimes there's other people involved. So for Mm -hmm. example, I happen to be in a very interesting situation in my life right now to where my husband and I, although we do still have one teenager, the rest of our kids are all adults. And so we have one older teenager at home who's still minor, but everybody else an adult. And so for the longest time, we have an amazing relationship. So I I just want to say this is not about us having difficulty necessarily in a relationship, but for the longest time, because we were outnumbered by our children, Mm -hmm. it was like us against them almost, you know, like band together to deal with whatever shit comes next, because there's Always, always shit every like day someone's sick or somebody needs something or somebody you know that we've got to be in four different places at once because everybody's in a different thing like there's so much that goes on when your kids are little and then there comes a place to where okay that's gone well that had become the comfort zone right so mm-hmm. what, you know every day you wake up and you go who has to be where and the list who here and yeah you, you go down your list and when the list is gone and you're suddenly like 
what the hell do we do with each other? It's a new, it's a new comfort zone that you have to become okay with. And Mm -hmm. suddenly what was the bind, the bind in our relationship was, or the thing that bonded us together in our relationship was surviving, surviving all that shit you got to do every day. Okay. So now that that's gone and we're kind of in silence and there's not a whole list and it's pretty easy. All of Mm -hmm. that's pretty easy. Well, now what do we do? How do we with do each this other together? Like, what do we do with yeah, each other? What are, what are, what conversations are we even having if they're not about the kids? Right. Right. So we're having to learn a new way to do this. And instead of going into conflict, when that can tend to create some tension, okay? yes, it yeah. can create some tension. Cause suddenly you're like, okay, I have new thoughts, but suddenly mm-hmm. I can hear my thoughts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have, I had, I could have a hobby now. I can right. be a real person. <laughs> yeah. And so now we have to do this differently. And so now we have to take a step back and we have to have a conversation about it. And man, the conversations that we have had have been incredible and have been deep and meaningful and, and painful and funny and happy and all of the different things, but it's not always easy to navigate, but if we're going to continue to thrive in our marriage, we've got to continue to see what the next thing is. And I think that's sort of where comfort zones can become difficult because Mm -hmm. I could say, well, let's just create some more chaos. Let's just like, right. all cause that's what we're used to. Yeah. For so 20 years. if we don't have a kid to create the chaos, we could create chaos. We could both mm-hmm. go get involved in a whole bunch of activities. We could mm-hmm. both go out and be like doing our own thing. And we could take on 14 different hobbies or right. we could say, what are some of the things we like to do together and how can we make this work together and how do we thrive going forward? And mm-hmm. it's a beautiful and difficult and amazing process to go through if you allow yourself to do it. And I think everybody's life that happens, not just in your relationship, but with yourself, mm-hmm. we go through stages and phases and eat as each one becomes normal. It is our tendency to try to create the, the comfort of the previous stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think we like to look back with rose colored glasses. Like we know that, you know, certain things are unhealthy and then we get out of them. And then you like to be like, well, was it that bad? I mean, like I did this and accomplished that, but you forgot how sick and horrible and miserable you were. Like if you were in an unhealthy situation. So I think that too, it's just that alone time with yourself. I mean, I go back to that a lot is I can finally hear myself think and I can finally ask myself, like, what do I want to do? What hobbies do I want? And, you know, I bought a horse because I thought that was it. You know, maybe I want to be ride horses again. I did that as a kid. Turns out I'm too old for that. That's not not a good fit. So (laughs) still looking for a hobby, bought a mountain bike. I do enjoy that hiking and just being outdoors, but really like asking yourself, what do you like? Not what does society want, you know, go to yoga or whatever it is, like whatever's trending, you don't have to do that. You can do whatever you want. But I think that it is really getting comfortable and it's scary to get comfortable with yourself to really look inward and be like, well, what am I contributing to making chaos or what, you know, like you said, Amy, like, what do you want to do with your spouse or what do you want to have to do on your own. These are conversations that you have to have. And we all kind of create environments. And I think especially with kids, because all the demands of kids these days of just, you've got to be everywhere and everything, be that Pinterest mom, but you create chaos for yourself. And so you just become this little machine that's like functioning and total and utter chaos. And then we try to do, you know, 15 minutes of meditation and think that's going to help us. 
<laughs> when really we just need a detox to get and find our comfort zones that are healthy and ones that we can operate out of and slowly stretch, but also not the ones that we feel, you know, this toxic ideology, which I think you said it, which is, you know, you're not growing unless you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You also don't have to get, you know, just constantly be this hamster on a wheel. You can get to a point where you're really happy with yourself and your growth and you're slowly stretching yourself and figuring out what's important to you. But just because someone else doesn't, doesn't mean you have to. Right. And I also think, you know, if we can relate this outside of life, if we relate this to business. So if you're running a business and things seem to be clicking along, but so if, if you're like me, I'm a, I'm a starter, I have ideas and visions and thoughts and big plans all the time. And I come up with, you know, ideas of something new I want to do a new business every week. Amy's got great ideas. <laughs> but if I started all of those all the time, I would also be in chaos. So yes, there's times when I want to push forward in that comfort zone and do something different. And there's times when I need to say, okay, you know what, where we are, where the team is, what's going on. I don't need to create something different, you know? And, and then the same thing can be true too. If, if in business I've become so comfortable in this, that mm. it's become a burnout situation. And yes. I, you know, like, I just yep. think that we're eternally doing this. And so instead of listening to everyone out there in the world, who's like, Hey, you know, everything you dream about is on the other side of your comfort zone. I think you need to just really evaluate what the comfort zone is for you in this mm-hmm. moment. Is the comfort zone, a healthy space is the comfort zone, not a healthy space. Also, am I avoiding something because I'm trying to stay in my comfort zone? You know, Mm -hmm. like there's, it's, this is really comes back to a personal thing. And I think the BS here is somebody telling you that you need to constantly be pushing. Yep. Because honestly, anytime you're out of your comfort zone, it feels chaotic to you. It Mm -hmm. feels a little bit like chaos. It feels a little bit like, oh my gosh, my stomach is doing somersaults. You know, whether that's getting on a plane to fly to another country or whether that's getting on a stage to speak or whether it's for some people just leaving your home, right? right? Whatever that is for you. It is uncomfortable in your body. And there's times when you should feel that discomfort so that it can become comfortable to you. Mm -hmm. And there's times when we seek that feeling Mm -hmm. because we've become like what nothing is happening. Like what's going on? We're addicted to that feeling. It's like a hit. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. it's a, I think for some people, it's kind of like fight or flight, you know, whenever Mm -hmm. that adrenaline hits, some people fight and some people have flight. So I think I'm a fighter down to business. Just, okay. We're going to get shit done. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, we write at dawn. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then that's like, it it's how you burn your adrenals out. It's how you burn yourself out because you just don't know how to balance. And I think, you know, there's this, I see a lot of, Oh, well, there's no work-life balance. I think that we're going to have to find a better way. Like, I think people can't just go, 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 go. They're killing their bodies, their spirit, you know, they're burning out on things that used to bring them joy. And it's because you can't do anything full force all the time till you die. It's just not meant to be that way. But also life isn't meant to be spent just inside of your four walls. Like we want to push the barriers when the barriers are holding us back in really limiting ways. So if you're really afraid to put yourself out there and it's holding you back from living the life that you really want to be living, 
then it is time to do it scared. It Mm -hmm. is time to feel that feeling. But if you're the kind of person who is addicted almost to that feeling, (laughs) that was me, right. That tends to be me too. And I will tend to run towards let's create a billion things Mm -hmm. rather than sit and, and really feel, is this what I should be doing? And really kind of taking a moment and a pause to decide whether I want to just go head first out of my comfort zone. Cause some people mm-hmm. are like, like me are like pushing your comfort zone every day. And you're okay. like, Oh, that felt mm-hmm. amazing. You know? Yeah. Cause again, it goes back to adrenaline in your body and does it feel good to you or does it feel bad to you? And mm-hmm. so whichever one that is, we kind of need to continuously find the balance rather than just say, Oh, the, you know, everything I want is on the other side of the comfort zone. And I want to be careful here because we are not giving you permission to not live your life. And right. say, well, Amy and Crystal uh-huh. said my comfort zone is fine. I just right. stay no. in my four walls and I don't, I don't have to create my business. And today is not the day I have to go live. And today is not the day I have to put myself out there. No, no, that's no, not what we're no. saying at all. <laughs> no, no, that's the watered down extreme version of what we're saying. We're saying more than anything to be intuitive to yourself and understand a healthy amount of comfort zone stretching. And also there's seasons, you know, maybe, you know, if you're in the the throes of building a sustainable business, which I feel like isn't really talked about, it's always about, you know, cash and months and killing it. But if you you know, there are these times that you need to stretch, you need to do a launch, you need to do something to push, but there's also a lot of truth in being like, even, you know, just Mm -hmm. every day, what to expect. So knowing how to navigate that and how to operate in the non-chaotic times. Yes. And knowing also that some things are going to take certain actions. So don't come to me and say, I want to create a business but then not be willing to advertise your business or get on a Facebook <laughs> live or right. create a podcast or put yourself out there in any way, you're that never going work. to create a business that way. So right. again, it's being true to what you really want. If you mm-hmm. really want to create a business, it's going to take getting outside of your comfort zone and doing it scared until that becomes comfortable. And once you go live 10 times, I promise it becomes comfortable, yeah. right? It becomes your new comfort zone. And so that's, that's where you have to figure it out. That's what you really need to figure out. And if the answer is no, I'm never going to be comfortable with that. I will never do it. Then starting a business online is not for you. So be true to that and go Mm -hmm. do something else. Yep. Right. If that's really not what you're willing to do. And so I think that the, the BS about the comfort zone is that we don't always have to be pushing, but sometimes we do. And the answer is within you. And the answer is always within you. Everything that we do in life, the answer is always within you. Everything we talk about on this podcast points back to you, like getting really, really comfortable with yourself, which is something I feel like we don't spend any time, you know, teaching our children or in school, like none of it's set up to be like, what feels good to you? How does this land with you? How does your body feel? How does your nervous system feel? Like nobody asked that. Everybody's just like, you need to go do this and you need to do that. And you're seven. What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh my God, just stop. 
<laughs> they don't ask that, but Crystal and I are going to ask that because we have a new workshop coming out. So it comes out yeah. at the beginning of the year in January called From Scared to Savage. And it's That's all right. about getting in touch with you. It's a workshop that is going to be in January. <laughs> I think I already said that. And if you're a member of our Noble Club, it's included for you. And if you're not, you can, you have two options, join the Noble Club, or you can just purchase the workshop and come join us. It's a makeover, but it's sort of a reverse makeover in that we're yep. going to take off all the makeover up and we're yeah. going to get clear on who we actually are so that we can answer these hard questions. So we can really lean into like, what do we really want? What is that sacred? Yes. And what is that absolute? No. And mm-hmm. how do we know how to feel that? And then how do we know the correct actions to take? Because the answers are inside of us. But if mm-hmm. we've been so busy creating this online persona, or yeah. if we've been so busy living this fake life, so everybody else won't judge us, then mm-hmm. we we might not even know the answers because the answers are so convoluted with all these different people we've created within us. So oh, this is going to be- Every client, every client I have, that's where we start even in marketing. It's like, let me take all this stuff off and get back to you. And then they're they're like, oh yeah, this is why I started this. Or this is why I'm so disconnected from my own stuff. So we're going to undo all that. Yeah. And we're going to show you how to answer these questions, how to know the the answers because the answers are within you, how to hear the answers. Right. And then we're also going to show you, right. Trust them. them. And we're also going to show you how to then take that and use it for your marketing, use it for putting your, getting your business going and growing, how to use that, your actual you, not your persona, you, but your actual (laughs) you to build a business that you love. So that's all coming in January, but you can pre sign up. So we'll put the link out there for you guys, but, or you can just join noble club that will get you into the club. You can network with us and you get the workshop as well, just for being a member there. So it's kind of a no brainer. It is a no brainer. You can hang out in the club and get this as part of the privileged club, or you can just buy it on your own. So I think you should just join the club because also you get networking, um, opportunities, but you also, my favorite is all the daily social media prompts. So once we get you from scared to savage, you then have some prompts that will get you rolling to show up online with some confidence and as your true self, not your persona that you created based on someone else's advice. (laughs) Yes. So go to pastthebs.com to get all the details on all of this and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode.